Hi, I'm Jamie Leitner. As a life coach, my goal is to help you live each moment knowing you're amazing. There's no magic potion or three-step guide that will fix all your problems, but join me each episode as we discover how you see and value yourself literally dictates how you enjoy life. Get ready, because it all begins with you. And welcome to another edition of It All Begins With You. We are in the middle of a series uh, talking last week about healthy risks, which you might, you're really going to need to feel that healthy risks to jump into this week's topic. (laughs) Yes, this week's topic is actually a form of a healthy risk. Yeah. And it's step two in the book, Four Steps to Confidence, which we've talked about how the greatest human need is to feel valued. Right. And the best source of our value is from within ourselves to really gauge that value internally. Mm -hmm. And the book, The Four Steps of Confidence, is four steps that actually help you cultivate that relationship with yourself and build that internal sense of value and sense of worth. These exercises are something tangible that you can do that really promote that strong, healthy relationship internally. It's a cumulative process, I feel like, because, you know, you're you're essentially trying to gain confidence to do that. We I love how last time you were like, yeah, it feels a little counter- counterintuitive, like, wait, I got to take a healthy risk to build confidence. No, I need confidence right. to take a healthy risk. But as you move through these steps, it, it will be cyclical. You'll gain yes. more confidence and yep. you'll be able to do them more easily. It will be, it's a process. It's not a checklist. Yes. So I love that about the four steps. And that's that's the thing. In the book, I think it's likened to a wheel. Yeah. You know, they're, they all kind of work together because, you know, in order to teach them and explain them, we go linear. Yeah. But essentially, they all, you need them all mm-hmm. and they all work together. So today we're going to talk about setting boundaries with ourself and more importantly, setting boundaries with our self-talk. Okay. So so setting boundaries, I mean, we hear this everywhere. You know, you need to set a better boundary. You need to yeah. setting boundaries with your kids or setting boundaries with that coworker at, at, at work who keeps pushing off their work on you right. or overstepping into your personal life. Like that's not quite what we're getting at yet, right? No. I love that you bring that up because that's where we often go. Yeah. I don't set boundaries well with other people. Good news. We're going to talk about that in part another two. episode. <laughs> part two of this, <laughs> setting boundaries, Yes, is, but, is with others. <laughs> right. But as we've been harping on so constantly, you can't set boundaries with others until you first are willing and learn to set them with yourself. Right. It all begins with you. We're going to start yes. with setting boundaries with yourself. What right. does that look like? Well, in looking at yourself, and, and really that's all we have control of, right? Yeah. There's so much in True. life that we want to control, but we really only have control over our thoughts our emotions and our behaviors that's that's what we have jurisdiction over we yeah. can't control anybody else's or you know the experiences that just pop up in in our life's right. experience and so we want to focus on heavily on our thoughts that's that's what generates an emotion which generates a behavior right okay. so towards the end of this episode we're going to I'm going to really hone in on some tools to help with that self talk that verbiage that we use with uh-huh. ourselves But I like to use emotions and behaviors as indicators. We don't always know, realize what we're thinking. Mm -hmm. It it runs like a loop in the back of our mind, this 
Well, it's kind of like you don't think you're sick until all of a sudden you feel warm and you're like, yeah. oh, maybe I should take my temperature. And you take your temperature. Oh, I've got a fever. Right. Well, no wonder. Okay. So it starts, sometimes we don't see it until we have a symptom. Yes. With a medical issue. So in this case, these are indicators, the behaviors that come out could be indicators to help us see what's really going on. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times we notice our behavior like, oh man, why do I keep, you know, responding um, short-tempered in this situation? Or why mm. do I keep running and hiding from this situation? Why, you know, why is when so-and-so walks in the room, am I snarky? You know, yep. these are behaviors that a lot of times we're like, oh, man, I need to be a better person. Right. Yeah. That's our first go to. So well, my thing is that person needs to change or that person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it goes both ways, depending yeah, on your, I start what's by happening. blaming the external. Yes, yes. But I don't have control over the external is what you just right. told all of right. us. <laughs> so I imagine you're walking us through <laughs> to get into a better frame of mind over it. Yeah, and 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 these we can use our emotions and our behaviors to help help trace back. Yeah. You know, when you start with the behavior, like okay, what's the emotion behind this behavior? What am I feeling? What are the thoughts and yeah. feelings, or the feelings especially? And then when we identify those feelings, then we can go, okay, where is that coming from? You know, if we're having this feeling of guilt, okay, what? Why do I have this feeling of guilt? Oh wow, um, let's just say parenthood, right? Yeah. Everybody can relate oh, with guilt with yeah. parenthood for sure. You know, I'm having these feelings of guilt over. Um, Screen time, or yes, or the snacks that we choose. Yes, and it, it, there's I've a, got a whole list. As a whole list. we could have a we could make a whole list, but let's just run with the emotion of guilt. Yeah. So then we're like, man, okay. So I've got this guilt going on. What are the thoughts? What are the thoughts that that promote this feeling of guilt? And oftentimes it's our our doubt in ourselves as a parent. Yeah. It's um you know or it's that negative voice in our head that again, self-talk that's been running up, oh, you're not good enough. You can't, you know, you, mm -hmm. you should be different. You're not doing it the way everybody else does. Look at, you probably should be making different choices and being a better parent. And it, it's, it's incessant. Yeah. And so that, that is where it all begins. And that is where we put up the boundary on, on the self-talk. And this applies in so many, I love the parental guilt because I'm, I'm there. Easy. <laughs> but like, you know, for example, at the office too, I think that there are things we do, uh, you, you know, I've, I've had to go through performance reviews Ooh. And, and that's never fun. No, no. <laughs> I mean, it can be, I love, it can be a growth opportunity. You've reminded me of things like that before, but um, the the story sometimes in my head before I go in, I is like, okay, what do what do I think he's gonna score me low on? And then, okay, so I'll pre-score myself low on that right. area. And then I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but I've gone in and my boss has actually said to me before, oh, I don't even I don't even think you struggle with that. Like right. I don't have a problem with how you're doing that part of your job. That's not even a worry. That's not even on my radar. Here's what I want to focus on. Yeah. And then you almost feel blindsided. Like I mean, you have to go through that, right? I love that you're mentioning this this perspective, Tanya. This is perfect because you're bringing out two pieces that are very important. Uh -huh. One being that the job performance, the stuff that we go through to learn how to improve as an employee, that's that's an that's a necessary adversity. Right. It's a necessary pain and discomfort. You know. I'm not on here trying to tell you to avoid all discomfort. Sure, sure, sure. So those pieces are important to pull out and see the difference. But you also mentioned some very 
unnecessary emotional pain and discomfort, which is what I help people with. Right. Like right? losing the sleep or really scoring myself low to try and not be caught off guard. Perfect. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. So these are the things, these are what you're talking about when you say we can avoid unnecessary pain. It's yes. It's these behaviors that we do that are derived from these thoughts we don't even have to think. That you're not even sure are real. That's yeah. that's the thing about that. Yeah. It's not even like your boss had said has said, "Hey, you're a rotten employee. I'm going to give you a performance review." Right. Right. All this is, "Oh, am I good enough? Am I measuring up? Oh, wait, yeah. where where are all the places I'm wrong?" All of that is maybe. Maybe yeah. in your head. True. Maybe my boss has this opinion. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. Right. Right. And so that's the unnecessary and the reason why it's so important to look at the unnecessary and shift the thoughts and beliefs around the unnecessary is because then you have more capacity to deal with the necessary emotional Mm. pain and discomfort. Okay. Which we can get to in other podcasts. You know, there are tools, there there are things that you can use to help you walk through those necessary emotions that we can't necessarily shift on a dime because right. you know you may have that death of a loved one or perhaps someone has an illness that you're learning to cope with all of a sudden those are things that you have to work through but this unnecessary imagine imagine what that performance review would be like if you didn't spend the last 6 months wondering if you measured up right um looking at all the places where you probably are making mistakes mm-hmm. um you know is my boss is my boss still mad about that one report that i messed yeah. up <laughs> right <laughs> In the yeah. presentation. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, imagine what it would be like to go, you know what? I'm pretty good at what I do. Right. I know I'm not perfect because I'm still learning and growing. Welcome to life. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm open to what my boss has to say so that I can continue to move forward. And I know it's not a d- direct reflection on who I am as a person. Right. But just about me learning how to better develop my skill. Yeah. And and what if you walked into your performance view like review like that? What if you walked into your performance? Can I say performance? Your performance review, knowing that you were going to score yourself honestly, because it wasn't detrimental if your boss saw you differently than you saw yourself. There was no protective instinct there because you don't have to protect yourself because you're confident in who you are, and it's okay that someone might have a different perception. Right. Right. What would that be like? And that's what I'm talking about. And we can't do that unless we first set up those boundaries with our own thoughts. Right. If you're running the narrative, I think you even said making up a story, making up a story. (laughs) When you make up that story daily. Yeah. Then you find ways to prove it. And you and you and you ruminate on it and it becomes real. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we're talking about is setting up these boundaries within ourselves, which brings me to. This is the first boundary that we that I want to encourage everybody okay. to set up. It's in the book, The Four Steps to Confidence. And I'll just quote it for you. It's, I will no longer talk negatively to myself about myself. Hmm. So that, and that's a practice. Yeah. That's a boundary. And I'll tell you, that's also a healthy risk. You know, go back and listen to the episode before this. That's a healthy risk because it takes bravery to not use that negative self-talk as a place to hide. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and you know, it's funny, it's, it is where we hide, but it's also so destructive that that's what's creating those stories. The next boundary I want everybody to implement, again, from the four steps to confidence, is I will no longer allow myself to get my value externally. Okay. And if you look at that performance review, 
where was your stress? Was it in your capabilities of your job? Were you really thinking you weren't capable? No, not, nope, not in this situation. Right. No, I knew as a good employee, I knew at the end of the day I could go to sleep because I did hard work. Right. So where did your stress come from? Whether or not he liked me. Right. Whether or not he would sign yes. the dotted line and I still had a job at the end of the day. Yes. And those, again, going back to what we can and can't control, we can't control that opinion and how they see us, but we can control how we see us. Right. And how we're going to grow grow through that. Yep. And so, and it's about putting that boundary on, I, I just like to say negative self-talk. Yeah. You know, putting that boundary there. I love to use the depiction, and I may have used it in previous podcasts, of that boxer. You know, you don't see a boxer going to the bathroom right before he goes into the ring to beat the crap out of himself so that when the opponent hits him, it doesn't hurt. Right. Because guess what? He pre-bruise himself. Right. <laughs> you know, if I beat myself first, then when he hits me, we'll be fine. No. Um, and it doesn't, it doesn't, you don't beat yourself up to get stronger. Right. Right. I got to get myself ready for this fight. No, that that athlete or that boxer or whatever you're in, it's all about getting your body to the maximum performance level, getting your body to the least amount of unnecessary emotional pain and discomfort as possible. Yeah. So you can handle what you're about to do. Mm -hmm. And that's what that boundary is about. And so let's just leave people with some applicable applicable boundaries. Yeah. I love this. Self-talk is one of my vices. So... I can totally relate and I love I love putting something tangible in there. So let's start with we remember the first two boundaries, right? I will no longer allow myself to talk negatively to myself right. about myself. Two, I will no longer allow myself to get my value externally. Start there. Make those a mantra. Make those a goal. Step three is about, okay, so some of us have been chronic, you know, negative self-talkers for the last 10 years, right? Oh, yeah. So I love to talk it. I call it the negative self-talk patch. Like, oh, okay. You know, it's like the nicotine patch, you know, to w- kind of wean yourself off this bad habit. Yeah. Because it, it gets habitual. And and so I like to tell my clients, set a time limit. Set a time limit. I generally say, please don't set anything over five minutes. Yeah. Because that's, that's going to need like some triage and some <laughs> medical, you know, so like, <laughs> just give yourself about three. Okay. But sometimes when you mess up, it's not your instinct to be like, well, don't talk bad about myself. Right. Right. You're not like, okay, nope, I can't talk bad about myself. You know, sometimes you're just frustrated. Sometimes it just, oh, dang it, I screwed that up. Okay. So let yourself be frustrated for a minute. Let it be okay that you're frustrated. Set the timer. Give yourself three minutes to throw your fit. Right. And so that helps you kind of set an end date or an end moment to this habit. And then next, I want you to, one, Write the statements down. Go back, listen to the podcast, buy the book, whatever you need to do. Write. I love it. Real homework this time. Yes, you're going to need pencil, your pencil. paper. <laughs> number, number two pencil. Fill in the dot completely. Completely. No <laughs> white spaces. So write down the statements so that they're they're right there and you can remember them and you can program them. And you can even begin to create your own. You know, maybe your goal is I will talk encouragingly to myself today. I'm going to be my own cheerleader or I'm going to choose to see growth opportunities where I used to be scared. You know, whatever you need it to be. Right. You know, feel free to be some creative. sort of statement that is about your self-talk. Yes. And then the other thing I want you to do is 
we can use gratitude to shift us out of that down spiral. Gratitude is an amazing, amazing energy shifter. So start looking at, okay, I'm gr- like, let's use the performance review. Yeah. I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity to grow. I'm grateful for the oppor- opportunity to learn something new and how I can be better at my job. And even more valuable to me is if my boss has a certain perception of me, I'm grateful for the opportunity to learn how not to be destroyed right, and dependent on how my boss sees me, but know who I am and know I will continually progress. And that, that's the real, real feat, right? Right. And I, I would venture to guess, I mean, this stems right back to the valuing yourself uh, exercises of, that we hit on early on in the podcast when we launched it was you have to value self. And so chances are, if you're looking to your boss externally, mm-hmm. uh, work is one of those things where I am what I do. Yes. You know, and so you're, you, you know, this could be an indicator too to check your value system of who you are. How do you value you yep. for ju- just because? Just because. Uh, not because of what you do at the office. Right. Or if you get a good review or not. And right. this is so hard because people like who struggle with this, I was one for sure for a long time. Um, I've had enough jobs now that I realized like if I were to write an I am statement, it would be, you know, I am adaptable no matter what my job is someday. Yeah. And that would help me going into the next performance review to have a gratitude statement of I'm grateful for the opportunity to learn one new skill yes no matter how long I'm at this job right because to me I am not my job anymore yeah I'm so grateful for that piece alone that I don't get my value from what I do I mean I get a lot of value from what I do it's very rewarding work Mm -hmm. for example but my val my value right is not dependent on the job yeah and you're bringing back to that statement that's in one of the chapters in the book, do I do what I do to be a value? Right. Or because I am a value. So that gratification that you get is yes. you using your gifts. Yeah. But you're not dependent on that to be okay yeah. with who you are. So, so I hear you say like to set a healthy boundary, for example, in this work example that we've been talking about, to set a healthy boundary with your boss or this external, this other you really do have to set that boundary with yourself first. Yes. And that stems from if you value yourself outside of who you are as an employee or not. Right. And that's why we're starting with self-talk. Yeah. Because Makes complete sense to me now. If you're constantly, <laughs> you know, talking down to yourself, what is that going to do for your sense of worth? Right. It's not going to help it. Right. And if you don't have that, you will not implement boundaries with others. Mm-hmm. You won't have the capacity to. Yeah. I can see why you put that. That's going to be a part two discussion because this piece is so important. It is. So we're writing a statement of how we're going to talk about ourselves or not going to talk about ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're writing some sort of statement there. And then there's a like a part two to this challenge, right? Yep. So you're going to be shifting to that gratitude, looking for because you're trying to shift your energy. And then also, this is something that you kind of need to do before the adversity or before the moment. But sure. take a moment and write down three things that you're proud mm-hmm. of or three strengths that you have Okay. that you know that you're confident in. And I say write this down ahead of time. It's kind of like taking vitamin C so you don't get a cold. You know, sure. it's like write it down ahead of time so that when when trial comes, yeah, you have 
a map. It's the training before a marathon. You don't go run a marathon. Yeah. You have to do some training there. Yeah. So get those three statements down. I I challenge you to start with three. And then as more come, as life goes on and you're like, hey, that's pretty awesome. Look what I did there. Look how resilient I was. Look, I didn't even, you know, get offended by that or whatever, whatever it is. Or look how I really have a kind heart. I that's pretty awesome. I'm I'm pretty proud of that. Like you want to have those places with that you're building that relationship within yeah. yourself just like you would a child, right? You know, you're you're going to tell your kid, "Hey, look at what you did." That's pretty awesome because that builds their self-confidence. That yeah, builds You their learned self-worth. a new skill or I saw you having compassion here or we just have to open our eyes and start seeing that in ourselves. Yep. And build that list. Yes. I love that tool. So, to put it wrap it up simply, one, you're going to write down those two boundaries that I talked about. Mm -hmm. Two, you're going to put a time limit on your negative self-talk fit moments, right? You give yourself a minute to be frustrated with yourself. It's okay. We all have the feelings. Three, that's when you're going to look for how to shift into gratitude and tie into those three statements. You're, You're shifting your energy from, oh, I'm frustrated, I'm frustrated, to okay, Here's the opportunity for growth. Here's who I really am despite this mistake. And and you're going to start repeating that yeah. in place of the story you've been telling yourself that's now affecting how you see yourself in a performance review or as a parent or any other relationship. Oh, the story. It gets me every time. <laughs> I love it. Thanks so much, Jamie. Thanks for listening to It All Begins With You, produced by Tanya Hernandez with music by Isaac Isham. Click subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts to have the latest episodes delivered right to your phone. Jamie Leitner is a certified life coach through Turning Leaf Health and Wellness and can be reached online on Instagram, Facebook, and at jamielightner.com.